Britain is about to witness the birth of robot wars. They're still making final adjustments. Three, two, one. Activate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Activate the Robot Wars podcast. I am Benji, also the hitman, along with Robbie Harmlessly. And we are preparing to sit down comfortably and watch the second episode of the new series. You say preparing. We are sitting down comfortably. We just need to wait for it to start in about an hour. But the reason we're starting now a little bit early is because we're actually going to discuss the robots before the show has aired as opposed to afterwards, so we can make predictions and actually talk about the robots when we don't know what's already happened to them. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I like was like, Carbide's my favourite, and, oh, shocker, <laughs> he wins. <laughs> and now I sort of like can see, the, can see the fault there. Yeah, and we didn't really give much time to some of the guys that got eliminated quite quickly, other than perhaps Razor. Yeah, we breezed over them knowing that we wouldn't have much to say later. Yeah. And it's not fair, so... so yeah. So, yeah, should we start from the top of the competitors? From Bolton... Chimera. Wheelie Good. From Red Hill, Surrey. Disconstructor. K9 got run over. From Mansion, Wiltshire. Draven. Egyptian God Box. From Bristol, Foxy. One Foxy Flipper. From Belborton, Worcestershire. Mr. Speed Squared. My Spinning Disc. From Reading, Shockwave. Surely substance over style should suffice. From Northampton, Thor. Thor blimey, what a bot. From Helvet Netherlands, tough as nails. Has a crush on you. Because a crusher. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I lost about eight hours of sleep to come up with that last one, so... I'm so glad I don't have to come up with them. It'd be so bad. It'd be, I'd just say, has a hammer, is an axe, wheels. It'd be terrible. Oh, okay, so let's start back at the top with... Uh, Chimera? Chimera? Chimera, how are you? Very good, thank you. Good, are you all set? Uh, yeah, ready to go. These are quite, like, sturdy... Looking tired. They're actually off a road car. And also, tires are vulnerable in the arena. Is this going to be your weak spot? We're worried against the spinner that we're up against. Okay. We think they might take it out, but we have tested it and they can still run even if they get destroyed. We can run on the rims. And who's driving it? Me. You. Okay, are you feeling the pressure? Uh, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. How are you going to handle that? Uh, probably not well. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, listen. Best of luck, guys. I'm really looking forward to seeing you in there. The thing is, with Behemoth and Behemoth, I don't really know. They might pronounce this Behemoth. Chimera. <laughs> Chimery Chimera. Chim Chimney. Chim Chim Chimera. Chim Chim Chimery. Uh, what are uh, we doing? Let's talk know. about the machine. Okay, so uh, Bolton-based crew. Two massive wheels and an axe. Let's talk about the design because it's quite interesting. Yeah, there was a um, robot in the original series called Stinger, which is very, very, very similar, but quite a bit bigger as well. Moderately successful, but hard to control, at least at first. I don't know if this design can work in a very spinner-oriented competition now. Those are two massive exposed tyres right there. 
That is their biggest weakness, really. Well, that and only 72 kilograms. Yeah, I noticed that really, like, giving away, what, 38 kilograms? Yeah. And most robots are either at or near the weight limit, so... Mm. That's a huge amount of weight to be giving away. I suppose it doesn't have to worry about being flipped over much, but what if it's flipped over onto the side of the tyres? Because they're big tyres. Well, I suppose if if you're running them fast enough, it would just disbalance itself back onto its uh, regular... I suppose so, yeah. Or it would just start spinning in place. Spinning around awesomely with its axe flailing in all directions. So either way, you're on a winner. Yeah, I think the idea of it is to spin in place to use its axe. It's got massive exposed tyres, and that's its major weakness. Also... Two-wheeled robots, not a lot of control. What I was surprised by is, given the amount of weight it's given away, and the design being basically based around wheels, Mm -hmm. only six miles per hour. One of the slowest robots, Mm. in this uh, heat at least. I wonder if they've got a trick up their sleeve. Maybe. Maybe, but from what I can tell, historically, this style, especially compared to today... Slow, doesn't do much damage, particularly with an axe-style weapon. Usually they mm. need something a bit more active. That's true. And lacks control. Ah, you see. That's going to be the problem. So all in guess... all, it's a risky design, but you you got to take risks. So we'll yeah, You see. never know, it might we'll be see. amazing. It might yeah. be amazing. Yeah. Hey, we'll see. Do you know the team name? What's the team name? Same as the robot. Ah, I love it when they do that. Yeah, amazing. Right, moving on. Disconstructor. What's the weapon you've got here? We have a 20 kilo stainless steel spinning disc that travels at about 2,500 RPM. That's pretty powerful. It's one of the powerful, the most powerful spinning discs I think we have in this competition. Yeah. Does that leave you open in any other direction? Though? If somebody comes behind you to your side? We, we should be alright. We've got because we've got a pretty good titanium shell on the back. So. Okay, so we've got a titanium shell on a giant spinning disc. You, the best of luck. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, so this is a Surrey-based team. And it's a spinner? It is a spinner. It's. It looks like it was just found on a scrapyard as is. I know, I was trying... It, it does look like it's been run over, and it was originally a different shape. It looks like it's been through the wars, really, doesn't it? It really does, considering it, it has a little bit, but it's not that much of an experienced bot compared to, say, others. Hmm. The spinner is a bit strange in itself as well. It's angled downwards? Yeah, it looks like a metal detector. It does look like a metal detector, mm. and it's held by two little arms. Yeah. Or maybe it's maybe there's uh, another um, arm like underneath supporting yeah. it as well. But I can't help but feel like a lot of it's very exposed. Definitely. Other than the front, all of the sides are completely defenceless and hopeless against any kind of attack. The two arms holding the spinner, do you think they could be taken advantage of if they're bashed about a bit? I mean, it's it, the ground clearance and a flat top, you could... You've got the right bot. You can put a pickaxe through that top. Yeah, it's 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 an. It's a big target waiting to be hit. It's one hundred percent reliant on the spinning disc. Mm. It's a decent spinning disc. It's one of the most powerful. Twenty yeah. kilograms, twenty five hundred RPM. That is fast, yeah. But will they really be able to take advantage of it? It's all going to come down to control. It depends on how their driving is. I reckon. Yeah, you're right. They've got to stay facing their yeah. opponent at all times, exactly. which is going to be difficult when they've facing three guys at once in the first round. Exactly. Enemies all around them. Yeah, it's, it looks very vulnerable. I don't know. I'm not sure how well it will do. I hope it does, because spinners are fun. Yeah, fun. yeah. And it's a fun-looking bot. It just looks so wacky. And It looks like they went to a scrapyard 
and it was running the scrapyard. Yeah, it like, looked like it organically came to life in a scrapyard, and then they befriended it. <laughs> and now they're entering <laughs> television competition. Entering it into a fight to the death. <laughs> oh, moving on. Okay, so the next bot is Draven. I'm here with Draven, who expect. Presumably, you're going to expect you're going to get through this part. We're certainly hoping to get through this part, although uh, our big Achilles heel is probably uh, spinning robots, and we're up against at least one. And okay. uh, our shell, although it's uh, it should be very strong, is also quite uh, quite thin and lightweight. Yeah, Draven. Draven. That is one sexy-looking bot. It is a very, very sleek design, isn't it? They've made sure it looks really clean. Yeah. Very nice. Not bashed up or scratched up at all. It's got the crusher on the front, which is also it's a jaw. That's the whole point. It's of it. also like an eagle about to attack. Yeah. It's got sort of like a bird kind of. Because I mean, I think it says somewhere on the website, but they got the name itself from the lead character, Brandon Lee's character in The Crow. Yeah, but that is awesome. It actually it's used so much to awesome. have a different name. Really? Yeah. What it, it used to be called? Well, it, they originally entered it into the old series of Robot Wars as Anthrax, but they had to change the uh... name due to an Anthrax scare in the US at the time. Oh. To the much cooler Draven. Draven, yeah. Draven's perfect. Okay, so let's talk about the actual bot itself. Other than being the best looking bot, the armour I thought was quite interesting. Flexible Kevlar and titanium. Yeah. It's got actually some give to it, does that imply? Yeah, intentionally. But they say, according to themselves, that could also be its weakness. Apparently it could cause one of the six drive chains to jump, which renders it immobile. Meaning Wow. At that point, you would actually have to run into the jaws yourself, which no one's going to do. That You do not say that when you're being interviewed for the website. I mean, come <laughs> on. Yeah. As if the other teams are, you know, not going to have done their homework. I know this was all pre-filmed, but surely, like, you know, they would have cottoned on at that point. Oh, uh, yeah, I hope no one hits us in the sides because uh, the we... armor's going to fold inwards and knock the chain off. Yeah, it's not... <laughs> mm. Yeah, it doesn't really work. Has red LED eyes. It's so cool looking. It is a really cool looking robot. I want it to go through because of how it looks. Mm -hmm. It just looks so susceptible to a lot of things. From each side, it has to be head on again. Very reliant on being head on. Again, there's a lot of technique involved with driving this bot. Yeah. And they say that the crusher can self-write it if it gets flipped over. I have a feeling that would be a very slow process. And mm. if it's a slow process, you're going to get beaten up whilst you're upside down anyway, yeah. so it's not going to make much of a difference. Uh, the Crusher works with a force of four tons, but that's compared to Razor's nine. <laughs> but you've yeah. got to take into account that Razor's weapon is a lot more of its weight. Yeah, Like, Razor's weapon is a lot bigger than this one, so maybe. 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 Oh, the team name? Yeah. Guess it. It's not the bot's name, is it? It's not. Damn it, what is it? Anarchic Engineering. Anarchic Engineering. So they they don't have time for the establishment, do they? No. Oh. I'd have just gone with Anarchy Engineering. Anarchic. I think it flows off anarchic. the tongue easier than Anarchic. Anarchic or Anarchic? Exactly, you get what I mean? Anarchic. An- anarchy rolls off the tongue just quicker, doesn't it? I, don't, I feel like Anarchy would be better. Anarchy Engineering. You thought that would be a better option? Well, they're implying that their engineering is, uh, you know, engineering runs based on the rules of 
the political school of anarchy. <laughs> I, which, don't know whether, <laughs> I don't know whether that's what they were getting at, really. I like to think that they've thought about it as much as I have, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Uh-huh. Foxic. You can obviously make too much of the anthropomorphizing these uh, these uh, these robots. I mean, for example, you could turn them into a fox. Um, who are we kidding with this, lads? You are a flipper, which is historically has been a very, very successful form of robot. Yes, um, but we can also, this whole arm will go all the way over the top, so we can use it as a big hammer as well. How so, much power is in that? Uh, it, it should lift about two and a half tonnes. Good luck, Foxic. Thank you very much. Is this not the coolest looking oh, robot? This is probably going to be the fan favourite. If Draven and Foxic end up fighting each other in the final, they'll be like the two animals. I know. That's going to be weird. I don't know who to root for. Everyone's so beautiful. Uh, Bristol-based team. Just the it's the colour scheme. It's like Tails, I guess, from Sonic the Hedgehog. It looks awesome. It is very much like Tails from Sonic the Hedgehog. Do you know where the name Foxic comes from? What two words do you think have emerged? I'm going to take a wild swing and say Toxic Fox. How right think, am I? wouldn't you? What is it? Fox? Mm-hmm. And Sonic, as in Sonic the Hedgehog. No, really? <laughs> yeah. So they got, really have actually gone for Tails design. They imagined Sonic as a fox and came up with Foxic. So I'm guessing Toxic probably is in there somewhere, but the whole point is it came from Sonic the Hedgehog. That is cool. <laughs> oh, man. But my first thought was, oh, Toxic Fox, of course. Yeah, I keep looking at it and thinking Toxic Fox. No. 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 Damn. The team have 19 years of experience. Yep, and I, th- I think the design shows. It's a very solid design. It looks like if the flipper wasn't working, it could push things very, very effectively anyway. Yeah, yeah. even if the flipper got full-blown torn off the body, it looks like it could still run. Yeah, and do a good, really good pushing mechanism with it. So it, it's got a lot of potential. Yeah. I think this will be one of the ones that goes through to the final bout of this heat. Definitely. The team reckoned that it has no weaknesses. Is that right? I guess if the flipper itself was damaged, it looks quite complex. Mm. The wheels are somewhat exposed, but it looks like they could take quite a beating anyway. They might be right there. I don't think they have a obvious weakness like a lot of the other ones have. I mean, I think almost every other one have, that we've noticed mm. has. We had exposed wheels or the sides being exposed and yeah. weak. This one doesn't seem to be that no. exposed in any way. The sides... You know, you can get to them from the sides, but I don't see it being a big deal. I can't see them being bashed about too much. I suppose, I mean, at the end of the day, all robots are equal when you're near a pit and it's open. This is, you know, yep. we Control can't guarantee it. it's going to get through. It all depends on the driving. But the but, design itself is pretty good. And the experience? And the experience. They no. obviously know how to pilot a bot, so... I'm really mm-hmm. interested to see how it goes. I want to see how powerful this flipper is. Definitely. It looks very, very interesting. But hey... Yeah. And the team name? Oh man, what is the team name? Team Danby, just their surname. Ah, I'm pleasantly surprised by that. Okay, moving on to Mr. Speed Squared. Mr. Speed Squared, still a bit of finishing to be done. Yes, well, it is our baby, of course. It's only five weeks old, and as what? you can it's see. brand new! Yeah, absolutely. That never, is cruel, never used unleashing before. us. Yeah, it is a bit, especially with no armour on it, because we had to take the bottom off it, it's too heavy. So this is the weapon? This bit spins, yeah. How fast does this spin? Well, the tip's doing about 120. What's the ideal opponent for you? Something something made of a composite material like Kevlar, something like 
That machine over there in our heat, actually. Which one? Go on, name and shame. I don't think I can say Draven, can I? Good luck, guys. Thank you. Thank you. The name comes from... Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't know. Oh, okay. You're looking at me like I should know, but... It, it's just um, the equation for the power of the rim as it spins. Well, I'm sorry, Einstein. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, mass <laughs> times radius squared equals speed. That's how, that's where yeah. they got MR speed squared, but it is pronounced. I can confirm it's pronounced Mr., even though it's M dot R in capitals. Yeah, that makes sense. So, intru- I mean, it's, I mean, it's it, cool. the, the whole thing's pretty much half disc. It's quite a crazy design. It's like a disc burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks a bit like a UFO. Yeah. Um, a full body spinner. There have been quite a few throughout history, varying degrees of success. Generally speaking, they can be their own worst enemy, as when they hit something, well, you've seen how carbide would fly when it mm. hits something. Imagine the whole body is a spinner. Yeah. If it hits something the wrong way, it could end up launching itself into the pit. Mm. So that's where its weakness is really going to be. 110 kilograms means they've used all the weight possible, yep. which is great. Very, very, very clever to do that. You know, that extra kilogram could come in handy exactly. at the end of the day. Bit of a slow bot, though. Just eight miles per hour. My guess is they don't need to move around too much. They don't need to dodge things. No, it's a 360 bot, like you say. There's yeah. no particular direction that they need to suddenly turn into attack. Yeah. They, they just have to move to in the general direction of the other bot and get them. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're fine in terms of that kind of thing. doesn't matter where they're hit from. Hmm. They're going to do damage. Even if they take damage, they will do damage at the same time. As long as their spinner is spinning. So how is that in comparison to carbide spinner? I wish I had the stats in front of you. Yeah, exactly. So you could answer that. It's probably not going to be as powerful. Maybe. I do have the stats written down. We're just going to flick through the book. God, you write so many notes. I just write stuff like awesome, good, <laughs> love it. <laughs> Bad, terrible, shiny. So carbides was 25 kilograms at 2300 RPM. This is 22 kilograms with force of 80 kilojoules. I don't know how that relates. I wish I was... Um... Oh, do we have to go on Google and try and like... Oh, around 1,000 RPM. Oh, okay. Okay, so... Not as fast, but it is bigger and harder to avoid. Like, yeah, you're never really yeah. going to avoid it. It's also got interchangeable weapons for the weapon. Really? So the... um, Yeah, what they attach to the disc is interchangeable. I don't know what they have. I'm guessing some things are sort of blunt weights, and maybe they have some of them are sharper edges, but they can attach different things to the spinner itself. That's interesting. Pretty clever. It's also um, an invertible robot. It can work whilst upside down. I don't know how that would affect the spinner, though, whether it works better. It seems right to be up. positioned to be lower, but mm. it's hard to say. I guess we'll see. It'll probably get flipped if it makes it fast. Hey, we will see. It's inevitable, really, these days. And speaking of interchangeable weapons, Shockwave. Now, next one we have here is Shockwave. Hello, Shockwave. How are you? Good to see you. You're well. Very good. Are you looking forward to this? Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. We've uh, sharpened up and ready to go, I think. What have you sharpened? What's your big weapon? We've got this great big scoop on the front. goes all the way over the robot. But it's made from uh, armour plating material, so it's really tough. So we're going to hit everything head on and uh, try and shock them. 
Okay, fine. Now, can you, are you going to flip them? Are you going to throw them? Is there a kind of any... It's uh, a lifter, so we're going to pick them up and then use the huge amount of drive power to sort of push them into the pit or into the house robots. This is a really interesting robot. So really, the key point of this bot is the interchangeable weapon. What's the deal with that? Well, it has... I know for a fact it has a scoop. I don't know what the other weapon is. What I do know is that weapon can go 360 degrees around the robot. Mm. So if it's flipped over, it can still work just the other way around. It can flip itself over with it. It's very odd. I'm trying to think of a good way to describe it. It's like... So you've got a box. Yeah. And then you attached... Just to clarify, Rob's making a box shape by pointing at his... Pointing at his hands. <laughs> Using the index fingers. It's, it's got a 360 reach of like a like a dinosaur neck sticking out of the top or more like a train. <laughs> Just to clarify, Rob's making train motions. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. Um, right. This might work. Okay. I'm going to be... Imagine this is the robot. Rob's holding the pen. Imagine this is the weapon attached to the robot. Oh, right. Really? Okay. I'm trying to see it in the photos. There is another picture I've got of it. I'll find it. No, because the website only had one photo, didn't it? There you go. Ah. Oh, that is so different to what I thought it looked like. So it's a flipper or shovel that actually can go all the way. Its axis reaches all the way to the other side of its body. Keep going. So much so it can flip itself over. So it can actually launch... It sounds like it could and just keep go it nuts. Yeah. I nearly wrote this one off because I didn't understand it. Now that I understand it, I'm actually really interested to see what it's going to do. I'm really excited to see how well it performs because I have no idea. And that's the right thing about it. Yeah. That is a wild one, that is. Well, let's move on to the next bot. Four. Jason, you are flying solo with this little beaut. Yes. One man army. One man army. <laughs> so what, have you built everything? Yes, everything on here is uh, with my own fair hands. Yeah. Take yeah. your hands off the controls. You're making me nervous. Does it go already? <laughs> um, the axe looks mammoth. And uh, what kind of power are we talking? What kind of damage will it do? Uh, you've got one and a quarter tons pushing it over in less than half a second. So wow. it, it's pretty fast. How confident are you feeling? Uh, I'm all right, actually. I feel good. I feel good about it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, That's a breeze. So, well, listen, yeah. best of luck. Get back to it. Thanks a mil, Jason. Now... <laughs> Four looks awesome. We have a lot of good-looking bots in this competition. First thing that stands out, one-man crew. It is a one-man crew. Not team the first four time is we've one seen man. That, yeah. So why has a team name? I don't know. It should just be. He should just name himself Four. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's Thor the Rogue. <laughs> Go the whole Thor. hog. Yeah. Uh, it's not the first one-man crew we've seen. No, not it? the first yeah. we've seen. But the only one in this series, I believe. Ooh, I'll have to wait and Definitely see. Definitely in this episode, but... anyway. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's for certain. Um, a lot of experience with Thor, but it was a very different design originally. A lot flatter. It didn't have the scoop. Mm. This machine is made with a lot of pushing capacity. So I think even if that axe or hammer, as it should mm-hmm. be, is Thor's hammer. Yeah, yeah. But if even if that um, breaks down, which we see them do a lot, yeah. it's, it's almost a, a theme of Robot Wars. Each episode of an axe-wielding robot that axe has to stop working. Yeah. It has to, there's no, it, it never, there's never one 
where it just always works all the that time. That is the rule of thumb, isn't it? Every time a bot has an axe, it will break down during one match. Yep, any kind of swinging weapon, it will break yep. down. It will, there'll be a match where it just doesn't work at all. But it has the power to push around two robots at once. It's a pretty big robot. And it's also the fastest robot in the entire 30 competition. 30 miles per hour. 30 miles per but hour. Do you know why? It has very thin armour. Mm-hmm. So it's probably... Its weight is all kind of spread out or put into different areas. A lot of the weight is taken up by the hammer, apparently. Mm. Um, but that 30 miles an hour... That is going to be still crazy to watch. Yeah. You think you, you've got... God, what was it? Was it six? It was like eight miles per hour on one of the bots. Yeah. Six miles six. per hour on one of the one of the robots. Oh my god! This thing just five run times right quicker. through him at that point. It will push things. It could be. It could even be an easy win because if you've got that mobility and yeah. the pushing power, you pit them. It's, you just pit them easy. It's, it's going to have to be wary of spinners. Like I say, the armor's quite thin, apparently. Yeah. So a spinner's going to go right through that. That is true. So it's going to have to be very wary. It's going to have to be able to... I mean, like you say, pushing power is one of its best weapons, but against, against a 360 spinning disc... Yeah, I was going to say, against Mr. Speed Squared, yeah. it's going to have to time that push really, really well. That's just like butter charging at a knife. It's just going to... But for Mr. Speed Squared, mm. it's got the hammer. And, and ah, Mr. Speed Squared's top is yep. exposed. If he times it just right, take him out in one hit. It has actually, according to the bio smashed up a caravan so, i can uh, see it <laughs> yeah so i'm pretty sure it could go for a bot oh yeah, yeah. i'm sure it can but a carav- that caravan was probably a stationary target let's face it. well that's true yeah <laughs> not the best <laughs> practice but must have been a lot of fun i think thor could do okay i cannot wait to see it in play and finally we've got tough as nails so you guys have come all the way from holland that's true yes right it looks giant well we need it for our tactics so we want to crush other robots so we crush need it. a big robot just to be able to grab them and um, what kind of power is it it can crush uh, 1200 kilos are you feeling absolutely. confident yeah absolutely. have you sized yeah. up the competition yeah we've seen it and uh, yeah we're ready for it ready to represent absolutely. holland yeah best to look show them who's the boss show them who's boss <laughs> i like that fight and talk what a interesting robot hmm only foreign team in the competition. They're from the Netherlands. Yep. A big pincer. Yep. It looks like spider pincers. You know the camel spider? Have you seen the pictures of the camel spider? But like mandible pincers. Big, like, yeah, yeah. Big, huge yeah. things. We're not going to Google image search it. <laughs> but I know what you mean. Just it's, it. Basically, the bot is majority pincer, which... It's actually, I don't know, I haven't seen, we haven't seen too many pincers, really. Um, the only one I can think of is Dead Metal, the house robot. Yeah. It's like it's like they saw Dead Metal as pincers and thought, let's do that to the extreme. This could actually be a good, well, the problem is, it can only pince things that are directly in front of it and waiting to be pinced. Yeah, they've so. got to really get that aim right. Because mm. they've got to get the other machine inside the pincers. And then start crushing. Yeah. I don't know how much crushing power's there, but it's not going to be as strong as something with the crushing power of Razor, where the it's one pincer, essentially, against the floor, which yeah, is where the, yeah, a lot of the yeah. power can come from. You've got that, yeah. you're, you're grounded. You're using your weight to yeah. crush it, whereas with this pincer, it's all dependent on the arm strength. Maybe if it got four in a vice, it could start to crumple the armour. 
Yeah. Maybe with, say, Draven, where the armor bends and has give to it, you could actually start to compress the bot to the point where it doesn't work. Yeah, but for some of the speedier bots, you know, trying to get them in one place, that's not going to be easy. No. Historically, tough as nails would go for pit wins. It would open the pit, mm-hmm. grab the robot, and throw, try and throw them in. That's... It did manage it a few times. Could do it this time round, but it is facing much faster, much stronger robots this time round. Mm. It's only 10 miles per hour. So against something like Thor, you've got a big problem. Good point, good point. Catching catching the opponent is going to be very, very hard. Catching a 30 miles per hour bot. Yeah, that's not going to happen, is it? That's like literally trying to catch a car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just not, <laughs> not going to do it. Okay, uh, well, who is your favourite then to win, if you had to pick one? Oh, it's very tough. Because there are so many ways it could go. I mean, we saw Razor go out the first round last time. Yeah, time. yeah. I can't predict too heavily. I don't think I could predict like who, what the first four bots to go out will be because it's just so crazy as it is. Mm. But I'm going to say the two that make it to the final of this episode will be Shockwave and Foxic. Mm. And out of those two, I'll favour Foxic for the experience, but that's a close one. So you're going with Foxic. I'm going you're committing with Foxic, to Foxic. But I would not be shocked if Shockwave took it. And I wouldn't be too surprised if any of them took it. All the designs are really good this time round, aren't they? Yeah, it's pretty strong. There's no obvious weak link. No, not at all. I think I'm going to go with Draven to win. Just so good looking that I'd just like to see it again another day. But, I mean, like I say... When you've got something that's got a 360 spinner, that's... that's There's a 360 spinner and a 360 flipper, essentially, yeah. the scoop of Shockwave. And there's a chance we might see them fight. Oh, I mean, come awesome. on. Battle of the 360s. I think between Draven and Mr. Speed Squared, we've got a winner. Somewhere in there. See, this is interesting, because between us two, we've got it. We've got a selection of four yeah. guys we think we could could take it out of eight. But we could be totally wrong as well. But any, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could easily see us mm. be completely wrong. Well, I guess it's time to sit down and watch Robot Wars. We'll sit down, we'll watch it, we'll come back and give our thoughts, our reactions and a breakdown of every single match. Be back soon. So yeah, did I say that one of my predictions was Foxic? What I actually said was... Thor's sick, as in Thor is just so sick in like the positive way. I meant, I meant the the end was going to be Thor versus Shockwave, so I was right. <laughs> hey, you really, uh, you really kind of twisted that around for yourself, didn't you? <laughs> what? No. I think we agree on one thing: the ending was a massive surprise. Yep, and wow, Thor! What an episode! Thor oh. was awesome. Let's 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 okay. let's get to We're it. Ahead we start, yeah. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We're ahead of ourselves. We're talking about the ending. We're fresh off that. Okay, so episode starts. We get a quick recap of the previous episode, and of course, the theme music kicks in. Which Not as catchy 
as the old theme song. Just saying. Yeah. Metal yeah. up the old theme song. At least have it playing for the end credits. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I just yeah. want it because of nostalgia. I don't. It, I probably most people would probably it, hate it's it. It's probably a terrible idea. Yeah, it's but, probably horrible. Yeah, but yeah. I want to hear it because of nostalgia. Yeah, it's fine. I want them to play it in the final final match. The match for the championship. It just starts playing <laughs> during the final twenty seconds. Just, just for no reason. Yeah, just edges yeah. it. Or even <laughs> better, before the match starts, the entire audience starts singing it like a football song. Oh, oh awesome. yes. Oh, that'd oh. be cool. Yeah. I wish it would happen. Now. I know. We'll, we'll, oh. Yeah, we'll have to. I'm gonna be disappointed now. Oh well. <laughs> okay, so actually, let's talk about the fans because they are rabid. Yeah, they're really going for it. Yeah. They're all kind of. They all look the same bit though. It looks like a bunch of sort of university age mm. people. They're the only ones with the free time. Yeah, I guess maybe, mm. maybe. But yeah, they were they were going crazy. Foam hands are in, which is great. Oh, I've got I've got to give it up for the bravery of Dara. Oh man, yeah, he's standing in the middle of the arena introducing how dangerous it is and then all of a sudden every single trap activates at once due to the sheer power of the robots involved in the show there are two layers of bulletproof protection around the outside with a moat between them that's designed to stop anything that gets flipped out of the arena the teams must guide their creations from up there those are the control rooms which is also where they must try to ensure that they avoid the arena hazards the spikes the flipper the pit and fire. I like to think that that was a huge mistake that happened, and they were like, oh, God, we're lucky Dara was standing there. He'll no, just think we were no, doing it on purpose. No one told him. And he like, <laughs> went backstage and gave the dirtiest look to the production crew or something. <laughs> like, what the hell was that? <laughs> oh, oh, brilliant. Dear. It yeah. made the arena look really um, foreboding, though. Like, yeah. Fire. Looks flipper, so spikes. dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Great stuff. Then we go backstage and we get to see Angela. Is she wearing like a fashionable but still practical jumpsuit? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was provided for her for this, I think. I read that somewhere. Possibly Twitter. No. I don't know. It might have been one of those like women's fashion magazines you read so much of. Of course. That collection <laughs> I just have. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. I so do it for the hair. It's for my wonderful it's hair. For the wonderful sleeky hair. <laughs> Okay, so let's go straight to the first match. First into the arena for Group Battle 1 will be Disconstructor, Shockwave, Thor, and Tough as Nails. Featuring house robot Shunt. Good old Shunt. Good old Shunt. Yeah. I love how huge he is now. It feels proper. It's massive. The house robots are huge, and they are much heavier. They all feel like as big a threat as a Killalot used to on his own, which is perfect exactly and we'll see a lot more of them later on so we don't need to talk about that now mm. so we cut backstage and we get to see uh jason from team four happens to be the entire team and he just seems like such a nice guy yeah he's really cool just really chill considering like, he's, he's like... there by himself having to carry the entire team yeah but he's got the experience factor he's like the obi-wan kenobi of mm. robot wars yeah thor team awesome yeah jason is the man and then we get to see Shockwave. Shockwave? They seem like good blokes. Yeah. They get to use the phrase, shock em. Like, we're going to shock em. Oh, they make that thing. Hashtag shock em. Shock em, hashtag. That's pretty cool. I, I can like pick a... up t-shirts. Uh, hey, maybe they'll shock us later on. Hey. Hey, hey. 
yeah. <laughs> we're not as good as this. <laughs> no. coming up with these. No, we're not. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, we get to see the flipper and all that. We, you know, it's the normal uh, run around the pit, the Talk workshops. You know, I gotta say, Disconstructor hmm. looks better here than in the picture. Yes, the definitely. picture made it look a bit rusty and horrible. Absolutely, this looks yeah. like a proper robot. It looks a lot more sturdy than the picture made out. Definitely, tough as nails. It's huge. That was my first thought. Yeah, really Massive. big robot. Yeah, big claws i love the design of it i think it looks so cool kind of looks like a star wars like ship do you know what i mean yeah it's it doesn't that... look like it's designed for land it looks like it's designed for the air oh that'd be cool yeah one day the future robot wars will actually be a aerial battle i think technically you can use aerial robots it's just not practical it really isn't because you really yeah They'd have to be very light to actually fly, and you wouldn't get any damage done. I swear, I've not seen much of BattleBots, but I swear I've seen a clip of BattleBots that involved a flying robot with a flamethrower thing underneath it. Okay, that's a good idea. Went down onto them. That's fair. But, well, yeah, we're getting way off topic there. Oh, big time. So, the match itself. The first thing you notice when this match starts is that 4 is fast as hell. Oh, God, that... You can tell it's the fastest in the competition... But not only that, so well controlled. Never does it smash into the side of the wall or no. fall into the pit by itself. It's so fast, but so well controlled. And bear in mind how slippery the, as we've established in the last episode, yeah, the this new is, arena is. Yeah, the arena, yeah. I, they just had to make it out of ice. I told them not I to. Told, <laughs> people aren't going to listen to practicality. Ice rink, and they just... <laughs> ice rink by day, and they just like... <laughs> Bringing the spikes and, and this robot wall stuff up, and there's just ice. Well, I mean, it's great because you see four go flying forward, turn, and then there's a couple of seconds of holding your breath as it goes skidding towards the side of the arena. But he does; he controls it well. He just seems to accommodate for it. Eventually, the whole thing ends up in one massive dog pile, which was awesome. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Everything's everywhere, but almost immediately, within the first what twenty seconds, mm. Disconstructor is pitted. Never yeah. got a chance to no. use the spinner at all. So we never know how powerful it really was, it which was is a shame. Brutal. But it was exactly what we said its weakness was. Shockwave realized that spinners are horrible. Don't want to deal with spinners. No, It's quite um, vulnerable on its sides and at the back. Yeah, so yeah. just push it. They did. Pushed it into the and pit. That's what Easy. Happened. No. Bit of a shame not to see more of them. And but then everyone the kind of ganged up on tough as nails afterwards. Yeah, they really did. Mm. But tough as nails, they did very good for being ganged up on. They, like that grip was really quite yeah. powerful. Yeah, I was expecting them to never really get a grip on anything, but it looked like when they got a grip of another robot, that was it. That robot was mm. in its grasp, and you couldn't really do much to escape, or at least not easily. No. But Thor's axe, Thor's axe, damn, that thing was incredible. I did not. F- I never thought it was going to be that strong. We've never seen an axe that good. Every time we see an axe in Robot Wars, it will stop working, and then when it does work, it's not got a lot of power behind it. No. The only one that ever was relatively impressive was Mortis. Yeah, and even they had problems having the axe working constantly. Yeah, and had problems aiming it a lot of the time. This Thor. The axe is just incredible. But this goes back to Jason's driving as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. He he nails he never, those shots. He never activated the axe unless it was absolutely necessary. Yep. And then it would just pierce through the other robot like it was a can. So at, th- at first, Thor can't actually reach Tuffer's nails with the axe, thanks yeah. to the grip. Yeah. Only once they get pushed into the wall, Tuffer's nails goes up the side, and one huge blow straight into the middle of Tuffer's nails immediate major, major damage and Thor just keeps wailing on him. Yeah, that was actually a really good opening match. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it got an it was in brutal. the pit chant. That becomes quite a staple for the episode. Yeah. Um, tough as nails is pitted and is basically dead anyway. It didn't need to be pitted. Our first two through are Thor and Shockwave. Deservedly so. They each yeah. basically eliminated another robot using their strength. Mm. Really fun first match. It was good. I liked it. It was brutal. There was plenty of action. All hell breaking loose. House robots were getting involved. I mean, just from this one match, I already wrote in my notes, best axe I've ever seen. Yep. I just wrote four equal awesome. Yep. So I'm not as articulate as you, but I definitely <laughs> got the message across in my notes. So. <laughs> Incredible. Like, That's I was great. so excited to see Thor again. To see Thor again, even. He has an R in the name. He does have an R in the name. And you know what we didn't do? What? We didn't tweet tough as nails telling them to get a grip. Let's quit. That's it. Throwing in the towel. Okay, so we cut to backstage and four team, the four team is just him. They're pretty happy and they're just, they're backstage and uh, yeah, they're quite confident but chilled. I wish he dressed as Thor. Yeah, he's missing out on walking about. Stayed in character the whole time. (laughs) Like, just constantly. <laughs> Walking about like a Norse god, just constantly, but for dead s- straight face the whole time. For some reason, to beat Loki, he has to enter Robot Wars. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it makes no sense, but why not? That's a good idea. <laughs> oh, man. Someone write that comic. Huh? <laughs> I'd, I'd read. I'd, I would read and watch. The Draven team have matching hoodies, and they're really nice hoodies. Yeah, they are. I really wanted one. Uh, the Mr. Speed Squared crew have already got their sights on Draven at this point. Yeah, they really have. Yeah. They they also mentioned that their robot's only five weeks old at the time of building. Yeah, five weeks to build a robot. Uh, they're decent robots as well. Decent robots like, as well, not, yeah, yeah. Not, not a terrible, bad robot. They didn't just throw a, together a shoebox. They actually, you know. However, they do mention they're also, they have less armour on. So their armour underneath... The robot mm. on the underside, even though it's invertible, there is no underside There's no to speak underside of. armor. It's not there because it was too heavy with it. So they had to lose something. They had to lose that armor, which left all of the insides exposed. On the and this side. would have been literally a last-minute pre-show weigh-in kind of situation. Otherwise, they must possibly have, yeah. They would have had to have think for something. Yeah, it's surely. like it's like the UFC and boxing weigh-ins. Yeah, exactly. It's just like that. Where they like face each other. They have to face each other and do a picture. <laughs> oh, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Oh, I want to see that. Yeah. That'd be amazing I want to see the weigh ins now of the robots. Yeah, before Because the then you could have seen the drama of them like having to lose their undercarriage to actually make weight. Be a great you know? tease for the series. Yeah, that'd be cool. And it'd be just in line with the humour of it. Yeah. Like yeah. it wouldn't be too ridiculous, but it would be fun. But it'd be cool. It'd to be a see fun way to meet up. the teams. Exactly, yeah. And for the teams to meet each other and get a yeah. bit of banter going. <laughs> which we see a lot of in this episode. Brilliant. Uh, Draven, let's talk about their pincer dance real quick. Because ha. that was getting over as well. The sort of like crocodile teeth kind of pincer dance going on there. Oh, that would have been amazing. 
Yeah, if the whole audience him. joined in and everyone's the whole audience doing, just kept doing, doing it. the Draven pincer dance. <laughs> uh, takes us to the next match. We have Draven, Foxic, Chimera, and Mr. Speed Squared. Featuring Dead Metal. Or Dead Metal. What an episode Dead Metal has. Yeah. Now, we didn't really talk about Chimera here much. You'll see why soon. Well, Chimera did mention they can run on the rims of their wheels. So if their tyres get taken out, they can still move. They just need to take into account the fact that they're not going to have any grip, I guess. Yeah, and that's already been a known issue for the entirety of well i say the entirety of the series we're two episodes in but for the series it's been a known issue well the texture and friction of the floor is not going to change so it will be a yeah. ongoing <laughs> issue for the entire series that's a, that's a point that's yeah. a point <laughs> within what 15 seconds of the match mr speed squared asserts his dominance and just destroys chimera's wheel literally just slaps the taste off it now, I don't want to boast, but this is exactly what we said would happen again. Yeah. You cannot... I mean, even Jonathan Pierce points out, you cannot bring tyres to Robot Wars. You just can't. You can't, well, at least not exposed ones. No. Heavily exposed ones. It didn't work for Chimera. No. I mean, it becomes immediately obvious they're going to be going out. Yeah. And shortly thereafter, a second shot is all it takes for the wheel to come completely off. Spinners are in right now, and you cannot bring tyres. You cannot bring exposed rubber. No. You can't bring exposed anything, really. No. It's a, such a such a big risk. Uh, and for a robot that is, what, 90% wheel, mm. losing a wheel, that's yeah. mostly if it's robot gone, that's unfortunately. But Mr. Speed Squared also goes on then to take a chunk off Draven. A big chunk of Draven, off the outer shell. Yeah, not the inner shell. Yeah, there's an inner shell as well. So it does superficial damage, but it looks cool. But it looks like Draven stops working soon after. Yeah, I like to think there was some uh, damage to the components inside. Some internal trauma going on there. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's likely what happened. But Mr. Speed Squared, MVP of the match, completely dominates. You know who we haven't mentioned? Foxic. Foxic. Why have we not mentioned Foxic? Yeah, that robot I really hated at the start. Like yeah. I said was going to lose really badly. Um, <laughs> just at first, everyone's talking well. I said everyone. Jonathan Pierce, the presenters, they're all like eyes oh, being like a sly fox kind of thing going on. Yeah. Staying away from the danger, letting Mr. Speed Squared take out the other guys. Mm. Why take damage if you don't have to? Exactly. Being clever. Yeah. Turns out they just have major control issues and... They're really struggling to move on this floor and their drive isn't working properly and they can't turn. Mm. And when they do move, it's really slow. So, yeah, just turns out Foxic doesn't work. Too slippery as well. We go back to the slippery problem again. Slippery problem. It's too slippery. Everything's too slippery. slippery. To gravel that floor up. They do. They need to get some of that salt they put on the roads during the winter morns they'll probably do so much they'll probably do like damage do so much. much damage to the bots yeah <laughs> they'll be all Gears getting clogged up there's salt just everywhere especially <laughs> when the flippers go up and you just see salt just fly into the air it looked dramatic for all the okay, seven I'll, seconds that the bots were i'll give you that yeah. <laughs> salting them damn okay so we cut backstage after that fantastic match and Mr. Speed Squared has taken a bit of damage. Apparently taking quite serious damage as well. 
possibly again like we said earlier on its own worst enemy yeah. the impact that it has on other robots is affecting itself and causing some pretty big damage add to the fact that every other robot also has a weapon that's going to hit it that's You've difficult in a problem and yeah. this kind of begins the slow dismantling of mr speed squared i feel like from this point onwards it slowly performs worse each time it's like a flawless idea but it's just so difficult to execute correctly because the idea of a 360 spinner on a bot is you know just how do you combat that but the reality of it is actually very difficult to have a 360 spinner running consistently at high quality high speeds and not be exposing any of yourself. Especially considering it's this dangerous. one does have a underbelly that is totally very exposed. exposed. Yeah. So we go through like Mr. Speed Squared and the teams are a little bit worried. And then we go to Foxic and they're like, we've taken damage. Rolls over to Jason and Four's team. And he's just standing there and he's like, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Just, he's just shrugging it off. He's like, nope, no damage. On to the next one. Considering <laughs> the thin armor was a big worry for Four. It hasn't. It don't seem that thin in the actual fights, does no, it? No, it seems to take damage quite well. Yeah. It's, they're doing all right. Uh, Shockwave are fixing one of their wheels. And they're at risk of being only running on three wheels for a little while. But they managed to fix that. And Mr. Speed Squared, luckily, just managed to get back into fighting shape. You wouldn't think I'd be saying that after they dominated. But there you go. Yeah, and that leads yeah. on to our first one-on-one battle in the league. Thor versus Mr. Speed Square. So we get those sweet new mini document... Oh, oh damn it. Do- documentaries. Documentaries. I can say it. it now. We get those sweet mini documentaries. Um, it's great because Jason is just a nice, regular, average, everyday, normal builder, bloke, guy. Yeah, I wrote bloke. Nice. <laughs> Humble. No, yeah, really like really likes what he does. Yeah. yeah, seems to enjoy it. Yeah, and, and then and then Mr. we cut, Speed squared exactly. We get to their documentary, and it's com- <laughs> it's completely over the top because obviously <laughs> the lead bloke is a what is he a a heart surgeon cardiologist Cardi- yeah. So there's just lots of shots of him putting you to sleep yeah. in a very threatening manner. <laughs> if I had surgery booked with him in the next six weeks, I'd be nervous. Yeah, what if he's tired and confused and thinks you're the robot? <laughs> that's like wiring you what up. What if you're like a massive <laughs> Robot Wars fan and you watch this and you're like, oh, that's great. That doctor was a bit creepy though. You go to like your pre-op consultation and he's sitting there. Yeah, it's all going to be good in the pits. Yeah. Is there a point. doctor in the room? Yeah. Yeah, there is. There is literally a doctor in the room. It's not even a joke. Is there specifically a heart surgeon in the room? Yeah, yeah. there is. What are the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> yeah, at Robot Wars. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, really? very, very cool, very, very scary. He's a great face for that robot, if you, you know what I mean. Like, he, yeah, a great mascot to have is himself as a cardiologist. Exactly, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, and and this all plays into this idea that the teams are now as important as the robots. Yeah, exactly. So to start the match, the first thing I noticed, Thor, just so quick, mm-hmm. launching charges, charges yeah. straight across, charges straight across, like it's nothing. <laughs> Almost immediately, the pit is activated. Yeah. I mean, that's a given. Should the pit just be down permanently? At this point, everyone just rushes to the pit button anyway. Yeah. They like the chance of their opponent pitting themselves. They should just, after, like, say, 60 seconds, bring it down automatically, I suppose, at this point. I think that used to happen in the old series. There was a timer on it. 
honestly, I th- it, it should just it should just stay down. To be honest, it's quite a big arena. It's not like it's an enclosed space, re- like a very no. enclosed space. They've got a lot of places to run around. Yeah. Everyone seems to avoid the pit quite well when it's open. There are so some, you have to be pushed in, generally speaking. Some tense moments around the pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Mr. Speed Squared seems to be a bit on the run. What I've noticed is that four can actually get underneath Mr. Speed Squared, and that becomes pretty much a game changer. Yeah, four can get underneath Mr. Speed Squared to a point where Mr. Speed Squared can't really hit him with the uh, with the spinner. But not only that, the experience of Thor coming into play here, knowing that that spinner takes a while to charge up, yeah. they all take a while to get going, and this one seems to take really quite a long time even compared to most of the others i don't know the exact um time it takes but thor knows they just stay next to it yeah the spinner yeah it'll hit him every now and then at but such at a, a low weak, speed weak speed it won't do anything and it, every time it hits him it'll reset back to being still and every single time that happens thor can just hit them with the axe exactly keep hugging them keep them in a clinch up against the sides no way that's going to pick up high speed Meanwhile, that axe is coming down like hell on him. We've got to mention Dead Metal as well. Oh my god, Dead Metal does so much in this one. Gets Mr. Speed Squared in his grasp, and it's just great imagery. Whilst on the flame pit, just gripping him and sawing him. Him again, I personalise these robots, it's really... Yeah, man. Personify even, I personify Personify. these robots. You personalise them. them. (laughs) Make them mine, I make them mine. (laughs) Paint a little flare on them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, So there's fire, there's sparks going everywhere. Ford does something kind of cool. Takes him over to um, Flipper. Flipper launches, they both kind of go in the air. Both kind of. Ford goes flying. Ford goes flying, hangs on it for a second, lands on his head, axe kicks off, boom. Instant reset. Yeah. I did not realise the resetting speed on Thor's hammer was going to be that good. Yeah, actually really effective. Usually when they use axes and hammers to self-right, it's really awkward and they bounce around everywhere. It's almost like a gamble. They press the button to make their weapon go Mm. and they'll just hope they end up on their feet. Yeah. His seems to work very quickly, always in time. Very, very good. Very, very well designed. Thor was in total control this match. Oh, definitely. Um, Shunt got some attacks in as well. Yeah, uh, it's basically four chasing Mister Speed Squared. I'm getting sick of saying all those words. MSS. <laughs> but how about just? I mean, Mister Speed Squared. You go with Mister Squared or Speed Squared or just Speed. I guess that's his first name. Well, that's pretty much all the different combinations. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you can call him. You call him any combination. You can call him anything you want, really. Mister SS. That sounds a bit bad. <laughs> Don't go Mr. SS. <laughs> so Ford just chases him into the pit. Boom. Yeah. Massive damage by Thor. Mm. A, a clear winner, even if um, Mr. Speed Squared wasn't pitted. Um, when Mr. Speed Squared got overturned at one point, yeah. and that's it, Thor was hitting the exposed innards. Gutting it. Gutting literally it. gutting yeah. it. Cut backstage, and Thor team are backstage, and he just was like, that went quite well. yeah it really did didn't it (laughs) three points to thor three points to well deserved yeah so mr speed squared it is confirmed backstage there's some pretty serious damage oh god yeah um again this is mr speed squared for the second time 
is in a bit of a state. It seems like the idea behind the robot was right. But in terms of yeah. defense, they really didn't have anything. And they just happened to be weak to axes. And what comes along but the most powerful axe yeah. we've ever seen? Yeah. It's difficult to have all of that machinery running, stay within the, what, 110 kilogram limit? Mm-hmm. And be fully armored? It's a lot to ask. So we go backstage again, and Angela is giving Foxic a bit of stick. Points out that they just run away a lot. Yep, yep. But Foxic seemed confident that it's all right. They'll get their drive going. They'll get their robot up and running and show its full potential. You'll see. We'll get them this time. The <laughs> sly fox. The sly fox. Yep. Foxic documentary. Um, bit cocky. It, well, it's a team, but it's really just that one guy. Determined, obsessed you, guy. You say that as if people who watch the episode wouldn't realise. He makes it very clear. <laughs> it's just him. He's just, what's it? Everyone else is just along for the ride. Yeah. Is his exact wording, I think. Come on, man. He's very sure of himself. Even the other teams were... Like, who brought their mum along was like, she's here for support and she feeds us. <laughs> Even he's like, they're all along for the ride. I hope yeah. it's just him playing a cocky character. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I hope he's a nice guy, really, but... He, he <laughs> did seem obsessed with winning and incredibly driven. Uh, didn't come across as nice <laughs> as like the, the shockwave guys, though. Incredibly well driven. Oh, oh Shockwave, yeah. Shockwave guys seem really cool. Yeah, nice well guy. branded as well. Nothing, nice. nothing really to say. Just nice. Yeah, very good. I like, I like the image of Shockwave in general. Like the brand of Shockwave, I think yeah. it's quite cool. Yeah. I like them. I like them a lot. So we cut the match, and it's Foxic versus Shockwave, and Matilda is going to be in on it. Good old Matilda. They're really bigging Matilda up as like the crazy wild card of the house robots. I like it. Like I said, I like how threatening they all seem. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Why Foxic was inspired by or named after or had anything to do with Sonic the Hedgehog, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> because it can't seem to move well at all. The weapon never seems to do anything. Every the- now and then... Got like, the flipper. Yeah, once yeah. in a blue moon you'll see it go up and you're like, oh, it does work. Because I kept thinking it was broke. <laughs> but it doesn't do anything. It gets underneath yeah. people and they don't use it. Is it not as strong as they thought? Are they getting under the robots and then suddenly the flipper just isn't going up? Maybe it's happening? not got any weight strength behind it. It should do, though, I mean. <laughs> it's They must have tested it out. I mean, lots of mm. experience behind the Foxic team, but... Mm. but What's going on? I you've, don't get what's going on. You've got to have be able to lift in excess of 110 kilograms. Yeah, but what's going on? I don't know. Not a lot, really. That's because the problem. Shockwave push Foxic into dead metal, and then suddenly Foxic can push dead metal around like yeah. it's nothing. What was a huge deal, wasn't it? Suddenly Foxic can actually push. And not just Tiny push. Foxic pushing dead metal across the CPZ. I mean, I don't even know what to think of this. Is this really Foxic's power? Or is this just dead metal on a slippery floor? Oh yeah, good point. Because if Foxic can do that, why aren't they doing that through the rest of them? There's no planted robots in this season, I'm pretty sure. Nope. nope. <laughs> Surely not. I mean, what's going on? Regardless, dead metal gets a little bit of revenge. 
Yeah. Some damage in there. But another strange thing. Foxic pushes dead metal, but then dead metal pushes Foxic and Shockwave at the same time. Maybe dead metal was just giving Foxic a little uh, breathing space. No, the house robots aren't allowed to be. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, the house robots famous. <laughs> so forgiving. <laughs> famous for giving breathing space. <laughs> Known for their empathy. <laughs> so Shockwave actually eventually flips Foxic over. Foxic manages to reset itself, but gets pitted. Yeah. Yep. Simple <laughs> as that. Shockwave, cool tactics by Shockwave. They try and, well, they flip them onto the wall. So they're on their side on the wall. Because most mm. robots have a way to get back up from being upside down, but not a lot from being on their side. Yeah. So that's it's clever, a clever little thing to do there. Okay. So three points go to Shockwave. So yeah, Foxic. Has no weaknesses. Has no offense either. It's really struggling. <laughs> yeah, it has nothing. It has no weaknesses because it may as well be air. There's nothing there. Mm. We cut to Judge Sethu. Yeah. And he's working with NASA on Valkyrie, which is essentially a cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> Sending robots to space. Robots being made Humanoid to do things. robots that can actually navigate, fix, walk about... Space. Yeah, putting robots in places humans can't go. Like Robot Wars. Hey. <laughs> it's kind of cool because these judges aren't just personalities. They know what they're talking about. They've got all this experience, and like education and understanding and stature within the cybernetics world right now. Yeah, I really like the focus on the judges because... First few episodes of the first series, the judges are pretty much just background. Background, then you don't see them really. Every now and then you can just see Noel Sharkey's hair. And then that's like, oh, did I see a judge? Nope, you didn't. They're, they're in like, There's the three judges, match starts, they get to the judges, judge decision, the end, goodbye. <laughs> it's like, what? I want to meet these judges. So we've had, you know, we got Sharky in the first episode. Sharky, I love Sharky's snarky comments as well. It's great. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he's really like becoming the vocal kind of runaway rogue yeah. renegade judge. It's great, and they should call that little area with the judges in the shark pit. Yeah, and he should be completely branded as well. Or well, the shark tank. The shark I don't think tank. Sharks shark pit. Pits. Where did they come up with that? It would just the be like a very pit. unwell looking shark <laughs> laying on dirt. <laughs> Dead sharks everywhere. <laughs> I meant to say shark tank. I don't know where a shark pit came from. Mm-hmm. Probably snake pit. I was trying to mixing them up. Yeah. Shark pit. Oh. The shark tank. The shark tank. That should be like, he should do like mini interviews or something. Yeah, every and now, now and like, then. It's like, welcome to the shark tank. Yeah, yeah like, we have them sit down and in the background they can like, like, you know, CGI in a shark swimming behind them and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and we've got former champions, so and so, in the shark tank. Yeah, that's I awesome. Love it. Okay, so but what we really took away from that last match was that Foxic is struggling. <laughs> Moving on, and for still no damage or concerns or worry, he's, no, he's fine. He uh, it changes his flat front plate for tiny little scoop blockers. Yeah, clever. Yeah, it's a good clever. idea. Very clever. But Shockwave does something similar. They've changed their front to a scoop that should protect themselves from fall. Should. The idea is they'll keep that scoop up and it's purely made 
to take hits rather than cause damage. Mm. So it's essentially a shield. Yeah, exactly. So you could say it's like Captain America's shield versus Thor's hammer. That is an awesome comparison. I did not think of that. Yep. Man, they should have painted the front of their, like, Oh, that scoop. would be so good. Unfortunately, there's a clear winner in this one, though, but we'll get to that. Yeah, Thor is so fast. Boom, straight yeah. in. Using his experience to his advantage. He's like, it's like he's a higher level. He's got, like, he's got some more new advanced higher level armor yeah. and weapons, and no one else can compete with him because he's boosted his speed stat up really high because he knows that'll get him uh, Yeah, he's, advantage. like, totally, like overpowered yep and it's just a bit unfair really he can get underneath shockwave just a little bit really really becomes a factor because he can sort of steer off shockwave as the match progresses the pit opens quite quickly and uh shockwave ends up accidentally getting into a fight with a house robot dead metal our main man at the moment Mm -hmm. dead metal gets his saw clean through shockwave's wheel God, like a knife through butter, which is pretty much what I think what uh, Jonathan Pierce said at one point as well. Mm-hmm. It just goes straight through, yeah. making a nice clean cut. I mean, it's almost lucky it was a, such a clean cut through a wheel because mm. something a bit more jagged and horrible would have caused a lot more problems yeah. for the drive. Four shatters the scoop. Yeah, Captain America's shield doesn't do anything against Thor's hammer, it seems. Mm. They just slowly, systematically just beat the hell out of it with the axe. And it just goes straight through. It's amazing. At this point, there's just bits of shield everywhere. I don't know how he did it. Thor is a really fast pushing robot, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which usually is enough to win by itself, but then somehow has this hammer on it. The most effective hammer. But I suppose at the end of the day, it's also how you use it. He yeah. is using it only when it's absolutely necessary, and he knows he's got pretty much a guaranteed damage shot. Yeah, it's not That's the size of the hammer, it's how you use it, but Thor's hammer is very big anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> and really intimidating, and really, dangerous, really and awesome. And amazing. Yep. I swear, he, he's put some sort of godly power into this. I swear. Yeah. This this four has been blessed by four. Four chant breaks out from the crowd. There's a big well chant deserved. going. Yeah. Well, I didn't... Going into this, I didn't think Thor would be that big of a deal. Seeing them, it became my favourite robot of the yeah. heat really quickly. It was just so exciting to mm. see such a good axe. Definitely. And Shockwave looks in such a bad way. For such a good robot as well. Shockwave exactly. is not a joke like Foxic. No. Shockwave's a great robot. Very, very strong. Great pushing power. Mm. Great scoop on it. Great tactics we've seen as well. Pushing... um Foxic up onto its side and stuff like that. They yeah. they know what they're doing. In it's shock, just exactly. I mean, in Shockwave's defence, they go the distance for the three minutes. Yep, it is a judge's decision. But Thor's destroyed the scoop. It's, it's buckled the the handle for the scoop. It's gotten so many shots off on the body. There must be so many dents and so much loose inside. It's an easy judge's decision. Yeah, but Shockwave do deserve credit for making it to a judge's decision. That's not bad lasting against the beast that is four, is it? No, not at all. So we cut backstage after that massacre, and Shockwave is battered backstage. Really beaten to hell. It looks like a victim. It is a victim. It looks like a victim. It is a victim. I mean, one of the team members has had to go to A&E. Yeah. Had to go to get some medical care. Yeah, when he went out into the... um, 
in that part in the middle of the match where he jumps out and jumps in front of his robot to save <laughs> to it. Save him <laughs> in dramatic slow motion style. <laughs> and Thor's hammer just comes down. I mean, um, is there any end to Thor's devastation? <laughs> uh, apparently, the was it a member of the team accidentally dropped the robot on his yeah, finger in real life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, but I still consider it all just part of the Thor warpath. Yeah, carving. like he was so mentally destroyed by seeing his robot destroyed by Thor mm. that he couldn't lift his robot properly when he would have normally, mm. and it, he was mm. just so intimidated. The fear, the shaking. Oh, yeah. That's what caused it to happen. It's awesome. All Team Thor had to do was like stare in their direction, and they couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't. This is crazy. Blood runs to ice, terrified. And also, Mister Speed Squared Spinner is a bit bent. Bit bent. <laughs> bit bent. A bit bent. That's not going to run very well, is it? Foxic in in the pits talking about how they're going to be in great condition this time. They're really going to ah. Oh, you can see them at full potential, and they're going to win this. Easy peasy, best robot here, no weaknesses. Oh man, I mean they're just gonna they're just gonna destroy the competition, aren't they? I mean they're they're promising a a match for the ages, really, aren't they? I think we're gonna see the best match of all time. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first one we get is a really nice introduction for Sir Killalot. He's seven hundred and fifty kilograms. That's crazy. That's insane. The 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 average bot weight in the competition is like a hundred and ten. We're dealing with a 750 kilogram house bot. Blah. You could just run over one of them and could. cause huge damage. Man. Huge damage. You don't want to go near him. No. Nope. say that much. Don't want to go near him. Well, that you kind of want somebody to go near him because that'd be exciting. What we get is Foxic versus Mr. Speed Squared. Powerful flipper and pusher versus an amazing spinner. Mm-hmm. Match made for the ages. A favourite. You never know who's quite going to win. Will the spinner get the big damage off first and immobilise the flipper? Or will the flipper take advantage of you know their strengths and f- throw the spinner around everywhere so they can't get any damage in? Exactly. That's what you're thinking. You're thinking a mental image of Foxic desperately pushing Mr. Speed Squared whilst the sparks are flying from the spinner. Yeah. And they're basically just having a tough off to see who actually wins. What we actually get is, and we have to quote Jonathan Pierce here, dull. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's such a bizarre match. It starts on a somewhat positive note. Foxic is moving seemingly well, at least compared yeah. to what they did before, which was not moving. Yeah. They're actually kind of going about okay. Kind of threatening the house robots a bit. Yeah. At the first, threatening the first house like robots three or four a, seconds. A bit. They just... Foxic just seems to go immediately for dead metal, yeah. as if they like misread the card and thought that was their opponent. Yeah, Mister Speed Squared spends the entirety of the match just sitting there trying to get their weapon going, but it won't. Yeah. So they opt to just not. And Foxic, instead of taking advantage of that, also opts to just not do anything. It's almost like a protest. Yeah, they just avoid fighting. <laughs> They don't want violence. It's a pacifist match. It's a pacifist match. What's going on? Oh, man. It is so boring. The highlight Three minutes is Jonathan Pierce getting frustrated. He starts to just sort of drift off. It's like, what's going on? Why yeah. aren't you fighting? Please do something. Someone yeah. go in the pit. For God's sake. He makes this match. His commentary, if you go back onto the iPlayer, jump to this match and just listen to the commentary. It's brilliant. It's perfect. It's the only thing that saves it and makes it entertaining. Mm-hmm. 
what the foxic was going on. <laughs> it was so boring. So it, obviously the three minutes run down and there is no fanfare to it. We actually get a little bit of soundbite from the judges. We do, because, oh my God, the poor judges. I really felt for the judges having to make a decision there, because mm-hmm. I couldn't. Nope. nope. Pick a winner, they're both losers. Mm. That should have been a tie where they both get zero, in my opinion. Yep. If, I'm guessing they're not allowed to do that, but that's what I'd have wanted to happen. That should have happened. But yeah, it goes, we actually hear the judges deliberating. <laughs> Sharky calls it rubbish. And he doesn't call it rubbish. He calls it possibly the worst match he's ever seen in the history of Robot Wars. And he's seen them all. Is this, yeah, it's not like this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's the guy. Yeah, he's seen all of them, and he thinks it's the worst. Jonathan Pierce seems to think it's the worst. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say we've seen it. Second episode of Robot Wars, and we've seen the worst, worst. in history. All part of the rich tapestry. Yeah. so i mean even like angela gets a couple of digs in she basically tells them off backstage rightly so you're supposed to be putting on a show here a tv show to make here what are they doing exactly it'd be like if you were trying to make a tv show and the actors were like oh we're not going to act today but put the camera on us anyway no (laughs) no it's not how it works imagine a sport imagine wrestling and the wrestlers thought we're not going to wrestle. We're just going to stare blankly forward. Yeah, just a good look yeah. at each other. Yeah. Like Seamus versus The Big Show. Yeah. Or Goldberg versus Brock. Or Goldberg versus anyone. <laughs> Poor Goldberg. <laughs> no, he's a nice guy. We've gone off on a tangent. So, Whoa, yeah. Worst match ever, judges decision, and it is Mr. Speed Squared gets the awkward and uncomfortable win. Yeah, uh, completely not deserved. No. I mean, I don't even... I guess Foxic lost points for going against the house robots. I guess. I guess. There's no reason. I mean, they probably flipped a coin, the judges. Exactly. I mean, that's the best way you can do it. This match has taken enough of my time already. Yep. We're moving on. Four versus Foxic. Good. Foxic gets to get punished. Yep. Time to punish them. Thor, wonderful robot. Foxic. Backstage, Foxic team are acting like they've got a plan. Backstage, Foxic have been acting like a lot of things <laughs> that they're not. Mostly, well, let's list the things that Foxic think they are. A, good. They're not. <laughs> B, no weaknesses. Seems like they have many. One of them is the floor. <laughs> and themselves. Exactly. I mean, they seem to think... That they're not up to their full potential. I think they are, and the full potential is just not very good. <laughs> I mean, what what have yeah. they got going for them? Exactly. But their, their plan is to have the flipper constantly facing upwards so that four can't lay down its axe straight into them. No, the... the front facing. Yeah, that's sort of, I guess the handle, I, I want to say, of the yeah. axe. The, 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 the handle it. will stop it. Will... Get, yeah, we'll get caught on Foxix flipper. I say I call it a flipper. It hasn't flipped anything. It's no. thing. It it's has it's being used it. as a shield now, it's which face. shows how little faith there is in the flipper. Yeah. So this is their plan, and it and it seems like Four is very well aware that that's their plan. Yeah, he because he does going. not use the axe at first. No, he he just they just sort of get into a bit of a pushing tussle. Yeah. Pit is activated relatively soon after a bit of a tussle. 
Foxic is a strong pusher. I'll give them that. Yep, they've got For a the lot size of, push. of the robot. Yeah, they they've got a hell of hell of a push. I guess because they're very they're still fairly heavy. And ninety seven yeah. kilograms isn't lightweight. Yeah, and they're very low to the ground. It's quite small, compact. So they're pushing right where the wheels of every other robot exactly. are. This match kind of leads up to a moment where you remember how Foxic has been kind of picking fights with the house bots. Yep, a lot, a lot, yeah, yeah. a lot. So. Eventually, wanders a bit too close to Dead Metal, and Dead Metal takes full advantage of this, grabs Foxic, and cooks it over the fire. Oh, yes. Roasted Fox. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. And it's, again, great imagery. There's just Foxic on on the flame grill. It's stuck there, according to mm-hmm. yells I heard from the team. Yeah. Dead Metal just grabs on, saws. Easy. It just feasts. Oh, but yeah, I hate the way, I hate slash love the way Dead Metal's uh, saw comes forward because the pincers grab it and then the, almost the head starts to elongate forward with the spinning blade. And it's like, it's almost like a horrible H.R. Geiger alien design as the way oh, it sort of elongates, yeah. it reaches out with its spinning saw whilst it's got it trapped in its mandibles and it's like horrible. you slowly watching yourself Exactly. Just be eaten alive by it's this the stuff of thing. nightmares. And Four then eventually gets the ultimate axe shot in, yeah. cracks it one. At this point, Foxic's just a wreck. Foxic can't move. It's it's on fire. Dead metal is just having its way. Mm-hmm. Thor is untouchable. Needless to say, Four has won. Needless to say, indeed. <laughs> and um. Foxic are our first victim of post-match rumblings. Yeah, Matilda just kind of goes over and uh, takes Foxic over to the pit and nudges him in. Nudges him in? Uses her, uses her tusk flippers, which yeah. were actually pretty powerful this yeah, time. Yeah, hella powerful. But you can see the message here is don't mess with the house robots. Is it? I thought the message was Foxic sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and Matilda's had enough. Yeah. <laughs> like Matilda <laughs> didn't need to do that. That's the first time we've seen the house robots wander Act out. out, basically. Yeah, yeah. N- not be part of the match, so to speak, and actually be... But they're treated like they have personality. And I think the idea is Foxic did keep trying to pick fights with yep. the house robots. And the house robots got their revenge. They always get... The, the house always wins. Yep. Plus three points to four, because the Thor better. Just like that. It almost wasn't fair. So we go backstage and the Foxic team are shouting stuff at four. Yeah, they call him... Coward. Coward. For what? For winning too good? Like, yeah, they beat him up pretty good. What was Foxic's plan? Well, in all fairness, if anyone's a coward, there's, there's plenty of other teams here. What, you mean like Foxic in the very first match when they spent the whole thing cowered away from all the fighting so yeah. they could get through. Or Foxic versus Mr. Speed Squared, where nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is Foxic knew after the first match they couldn't they couldn't win. They couldn't take him. They couldn't it was it just wasn't gonna work. Yeah. Really disappointing by Foxic. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were gonna do alright. I was really intrigued by not just the look and the design, but the the flipper? Oh, it seemed like a simple, solid flipper, and I was expecting it to have huge potential. Yeah. Things flipping around everywhere. Yeah. It's interesting, because on the 
in the first episode, we were seeing a lot of flips high into Huge. the air. Huge. This episode is all very much grounded. Yeah. Even the flipping is being scooped up and over yeah. as opposed to being flipped into the there's air. There's no launching. Yeah, there's no launching mm. at the moment. But it's still great, and that's the that's the important thing. We're missing out exactly. one big thing here, and it's mm. still fantastic, mostly thanks to Thor's hammer. Okay, and that leads to Mr. Speed Squared versus Shockwave. If you gave this match to me earlier, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to predict it very much. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known what was going to happen. But after seeing Mr. Speed Squared really fail to live up to the performance it had originally. Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't have much faith in it. I think the, or I'm getting the impression that the spinner damage was really starting to limit the ability. The robot damage in general, because it seems like it doesn't have much maneuverability left as well. Yeah. Nothing seems very, nothing seems intentional. It seems like they're going all over the place. We're quite heavily into the competition at this point. And these bots are, Starting to look really damaged and really wary. Really battered. Like endurance is a huge factor in this yeah. competition right now. So the match starts and Mr. Speed Squared almost goes straight to the CPZ. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. I didn't really I didn't really think about that, but yeah, big damage by yeah. dead metal. In the mean, meantime, Shockwave opens the pit. Yep. And Shockwave kind of guides or hands Speed Squared over... It's dead metal for some crazy damage. If you notice during this match, Mr. Speed Squared attempts to spin the robot itself in order just to get that little bit of an extra spin mm. on its spinner. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't work. They no. try a couple of times and they realise pretty quickly it's not gonna it's not gonna work. No, exactly. That's not to say that Good idea, that, but that's not to say that no damage happens to Shockwave. Shockwave does lose a chain. It does lose a chain. I don't know how. Well, it must have been some... It was probably during a collision that Shockwave was causing. I think it was. Shockwave sort of ran into mm. Mr. Speed Squared. Are you right? That name is such an annoying oh, thing to say. so painful to say it so many times. So Mr. Speed Squared gets stuck upright and actually starts to smoke a bit. Yeah. After Shockwave scoop him up there. Mm. It becomes a bit of a slugfest, really, doesn't it? This yeah. Match? Yeah. It's pretty brutal. They're not holding back. No, I like that. They're both trying very, very hard. Mm. Shockwave then decide it's time to it's time to pit Mr. Yeah. Speed Squared. So casually bring them over, but wait, almost, almost <laughs> pit themselves. Could you imagine? That would be the fail of the century. I would have been so annoyed. I'd have been so upset at that. Because Shockwave are a great robot and great pushing power, and. Mr. Speed Squared clearly can't live through this. Yeah. As much as I'd love to say they could, it's clear they can't win because they're not mm-hmm. going to work for the rest mm-hmm. of the competition. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine them in the grand final? It'd just be a, It'd been brutal. It would have just been a box that was just wasn't yeah. moving. Mm-hmm. Just sitting there whilst all of the finalists just get to beat on. <laughs> it would be a massacre. Luckily, Shockwave edges Mr. Speed Squared into the pit for a win. And that gives us... Our final competitors of the night. Yep. Shockwave and Thor. Not a huge surprise once the episode started to get going. Doesn't quite match up with what we predicted. Mm. But after seeing the first few bouts, this was the obvious choice for the final. I guess that means 
I guessed better because I these guess shockwave. So I'm just gonna say yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's, um, but yeah. I mean, I, I guess and... that is also balanced out by I did guess <laughs> Foxic was going to be their yeah, opponent, okay. <laughs> and I couldn't have been more Man. wrong about well, that. Well, I mean, remember that I said Draven, so yeah. <laughs> I feel like with Draven. They could, I mean, it's not, it wasn't as bad as Foxy. It really wasn't. And I would have <laughs> liked to have seen more of Draven. It looked like a very solid bot. As always next year, maybe they'll, uh... Here's hoping they make yeah, a return, maybe yeah. Back, yeah. Maybe they'll come back. So the match itself, four is the clear favourite at first. B- very much so. Mm. Shockwave have experienced a match with them, so they know what four can do to their robot. Yep, let's remember just what four did do to their... Robot, you know? Let's just remember what Thor did to every robot. <laughs> this is, you could have said any of them. It's, I'd be nervous him. going into this fight if I was Shockwave team. Yeah, um, Thor, the clear favourite. I was really hoping to see Thor in the final, mm. just to see more of Thor. So what actually happens is Shockwave kind of takes it to Thor pretty quickly. Yeah, they just push him about. Yeah. And within seconds, literally mm. seconds... Thor is immobile. Yeah. You notice Thor just stops moving. Later on we find out that I think the first big um landing big shot against the mm. wall, Thor just completely immobilized. Something that went sucks. and that was it. Shockwave can actually get slightly underneath Thor, which is a bit of a bit of an awkward predicament. Because this is the first time you see someone start to scoop up and Put four off its game a bit. Well, yeah, Shockwave is clearly the more powerful robot. And they've realised the whole shield thing doesn't work. Mm. So now they're going down the offensive route. They tried to be defensive against Thor. Thor just smashed through it. Yep. You can't beat Thor's offence. But Thor's defence has always been the weakness. He said it before. His his armor's not that strong. Yeah. Meaning everything essentially is vulnerable. Yeah. No matter what kind of attack comes in. Shockwave take advantage of that. They use their pushing power. Thor actually ends up gone really quickly. It's a Immobilized shame. almost immediately. Pitted within 30 seconds. Shockwave through to the final. Fan favourite and a great bot. Just bad luck in that final. Yep. It could have all gone either way. It really could have. It really yeah. could have gone either way. I mean, interesting. There's a, you could almost say there's a little rivalry between these two robots. Each one has dominated the other. Yeah, there needs to be. Point. There needs to be another. There match. needs to be a third and final match, really, doesn't yeah. it? To decide which one is actually the better bot. I hope we do see them meet again sometime in the future because we need it. Yeah. Who's, who's who's the better bot? But yeah, Shockwave proved their worth with this match. Yeah, they did well in every other match other than their one against Thor, and now in their final match against Thor, they dominate him. A worthy so, contenders, definitely. Very good. Very good. Good episode in general. Yeah, very well, good episode. We got to see. Arguably some of the best matches, and definitely the worst. That's yeah, that's a really good point. Some of the most fun I've ever had watching was watching Thor. Yeah. And I'm so pleased we finally saw a great axe. Yeah. An axe that makes me think axes are a good weapon. Yeah. They're a great weapon to use. Because so often, you see them wail with axes, and you just look at the victim of the axe this is nothing yeah. and they were running just fine and they get to the back and they're like oh yeah a little bit of bending and damage but give us 20 minutes and everything will be back to normal <laughs> at the end Thor 
was causing so much damage that the other robots weren't able to repair in time. Brilliant that's, stuff. Exactly. That's the thing. Four was also going through a lot of the original, the earlier rounds, without sustaining any damage. Every time it cuts backstage, all of the rest of the team have got bits and pieces of bot everywhere. Cuts to Jason and four. He's just sort of shrugging it off. It's like, I'm fine. Swap the front bit a bit. Tactical <laughs> though. You know, he's yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's great. He's such a good bot builder. Great character. Great driver for definite, because that is not easy to control a 30 mile per hour bot on that surface. Which we have established is definitely slippery. He's a bit slippery. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, I just, it's because that guy with the chip pan came out and he dropped all the oil on the floor. Oh. It's just all slippery now. Followed by the ice. Followed by the ice. And they buffered everything. And They thought they tried, got, they tried to get rid of the oil by freezing it and it <laughs> made it worse. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait to see how many other teams point out how slippery it is. Yeah. So it's becoming a recurring right. theme. Yeah. Someone at some point in each episode has to point out that that's a pretty slippery floor. It's a pretty slippery floor there. Having to uh, account for the slipperiness. Well, yeah, that was a great episode. That felt slightly better than the first episode. It did. It felt like it got stronger. Yeah, it felt like it it improved on a lot of points. I feel like we saw just enough of everything. Yeah. I don't feel like there's much negative to say about it. No. I mean, you can't help a bad match, so I can't turn around and say... But it was funny, and it added to the character. it was a funny match. Jonathan Pierce, the whole... Uh, you know, the, all the presenters made that even better because of how bad it was. Yeah, and that shows how good the presenters exactly. are. Cause... Angela laying into them like a school teacher was awesome. And Jonathan Pierce just tore it a new one. <laughs> even no Sharky got in on the action. <laughs> they had, everyone had to say how bad that oh, was. Oh man, everyone was just gasping at how bad it is. Confused. Yeah. After so much great action. How did we end up looking at that garbage? Really, really fun episode. Yeah, that was really good. enjoyed watching it. So, do we have to give it a rating now? How many Thor's hammers did you give this one? <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> How many Thor's hammers did you give that episode? I gave it a four out of five because I had. An... <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a Thor out of five. You what? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a that is a four out of five episode, and I think it's just, there's not much else to say. That's pretty perfect. Perfect description of that episode. Really good. Really yeah. enjoyed it. Can't wait for next week. Ah. Really can't wait for next week. Yeah. Cannot wait. Can't yeah. Wait. So fire us some uh, questions on Twitter. Where you are. At Podcast Activate. Is that right? Yeah. That sounds like our Twitter handle. God, you made it. I really hope it is. Oh, well, I mean, I, it turns out someone already had Activate Podcast. No, I'm not too surprised about that. Yeah, well, I still, any, still can't forgive them for it. Any questions, queries, or just want to, like, I don't know, tell us we suck or something? At Podcast Activate. It's definitely at Podcast Activate. At Podcast Activate or activatepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and review. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for next week. Man, I really wish I had like something cool to say at the end.
preferably about four. Um, Stay tuned for the next episode. Because, you know, four. I'm shockwaved at how bad that was. (laughs) That was a foxic joke. (laughs) (laughs) I've got no jokes prepared for Mr. Speed Squared. (laughs) This audience is tough as nails. (laughs) Oh! Yeah, stay tuned for next week where we will disconstruct the next episode. That's a thing, right? That's not a thing, is it? Draven. 